What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Taz Knows. Um, Today is going to be super different. I am riding solo, quite literally. Um, Nene is a bit sick, um, and I am currently driving to the gym as I'm recording this. Um, So it's different in a lot of ways. It's different, one, the setting, obviously. So if you guys hear anything, that's what that is. Uh, those that have been listening for a while will know that I have a bit of a, a road rage problem. So if you guys hear any yelling or a drastic cut from from the podcast, you know what happened. Um, but I ha- have had this thing from the very beginning. Um, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts to begin with. Um, and the podcast that I listen do listen to it's it's typically more than one person. I know there's podcasts out there of just one person. Um, I was never the type of person that wanted to do something like that. Um, I don't necessarily like... I, I, I don't know if this is considered public speaking, but I'm not a big public speaker. And that's might be surprising to hear for some people, seeing as I stand in front of a class of people and teaching them how to... How to do MMA, um, but it's always been something that's uncomfortable for me. And and, and I figured since this is a, a podcast, my first podcast with just me, I figured that'd be something that that would be worthy of talking about today. Um, is where those things come from, and you know when I tell people that I I I don't like public speaking, I don't like talking in front of people. I'm not much of a social person. I don't like big crowds. They're like, well, what happened to you that has caused this, that has caused you to be this way? And I, I really don't know what to tell them because I've never experienced anything like that. I've never had necessarily uh, an embarrassing moment when it come, came to public speaking. Uh, I don't feel like there's ever a moment where, you know, someone made fun of me or, or anything like that has happened to me. Um, if anything, it was the contrary. In high school, I had a speech class. And, you know, I'm, I was not much of a, a student back in the day. I, I, I didn't like school, you know. So parent-teacher conferences were always nerve-wracking for me to have my parents come in and, and listen to my teachers say whatever it is that they had to say about me. You know, so when it came to the speech class, I was quite nervous about it having my my parents meet my speech professor because it was like all right this is definitely my least favorite class out of all the classes that i'm taking but my speech professor had nothing but nice things to say about me and that's kind of carried on through presentations i always had anxiety about um you know presentations like that in school and i've always received really nice compliments from the professors about my presentations so the, the problem with public speaking that I have doesn't come from any external factor other than myself. It's, it's me putting in my mind that I'm going to mess up, that I'm going to say something wrong or I'm going to stumble. And then that's when someone's going to make fun of me, that I'm going to ruin this, this little streak that I have of, of people telling me that I have confidence when I'm speaking in public because I definitely don't feel that. You know, so the the struggle is coming from within me, and and that's always that's always been the case, not just with public speaking, but in in a lot of aspects of my life. 
Um, when it came to, to training, it, it was the same thing. I was always very hard on myself on the rounds and my practices, you know, even if it was just hitting pads, you know, my, my coaches were always, I mean, obviously they gave me constructive criticism. Um, you know, nobody's perfect in training. Um, but I, I've never had a, a coach or an instructor that told me you're bad at this. You shouldn't be ever trying this again. If anything, it was just, all right, you're doing good. This is how you can get even better now, you know, and adding these little tweaks to everything. And it's just been the, the mind games that I play with myself that tell me you're not a good public speaker. You're not good at training. You can't do this. You, you shouldn't do that. And having had conversations with a lot of people over the past few years of, of being not just an instructor, but now, now embracing my role as a coach a little bit more, um, I hear a lot of that. You know, and it makes me wonder when when some students come up to me and they tell me that they don't have confidence. I was like, dude, you're good. You know, I've seen a lot of people over the years and I've seen a lot of natural talent. And there's some people I was like, you have that natural talent, but they don't see it, you know, and and it's kind of like, why? You know, but then I got to look at things on my own and realize that I I was and pretty much am the same way with a lot of those things and I think it takes a lot of self analyzation self-reflection definitely Um, in the past week that I've been sick you know and I haven't been able to to physically work out it's been a lot of that you know for me it's been a lot of self-analyzation self-reflection you know because it's my mind plays a lot of games with me and and last week that I was sick it was the same thing it was like you know, you're, you're not strong enough to work out. So I stayed away from working out and it was a lot of anxiety of, of being at the gym. I was like, what if I start having a cough attack? What if I, you know, am making myself even more sick by not letting my body rest, even though I wasn't necessarily doing a lot, you know, but it was just calm down. You know, you can, you can do this, you know, and this is where last week my my style of teaching was very different than what i'm i'm used to i'm used to being a little bit more hands-on i'm used to moving around with everybody watching going group by group working with everybody but but last week i kind of took the dan severn approach dan severn uh the times that he's come in for his seminars he's come in he's had um people demonstrate for him He, he he walks them through what to do he tells them what to do and they show it and then he makes the tweaks from there and then everybody starts practicing it he likes what he sees from one group he has that group demonstrated again the way that they're doing it to show everybody how it's done so I kind of took that approach you know and then by the end of the week you know started feeling better I was like you know what that's this works this this can work hopefully it added some confidence to the people that I asked to help me last week but it gave me confidence in evolving. It gave me confidence that I can make tweaks when I need to make tweaks in order to keep the ball rolling, you know? So that's typically what has has, has been the leading factor in, in those mind games is the fear of changing certain things because I've been doing things a certain way for a certain amount of time and it's been working for me. 
right? So every time I get sick, every time I get hurt, I was like, ah, oh, man, my mind starts going, um, I'm not going to be able to come back from this. Something bad's going to happen. You know, the, the momentum that we have going is, is going to stop. And last week that I experienced those changes and it was working, and even up to the end of the week, people came up to me as asking me if I was sick because they didn't know. I was like, all right. Obviously, there were some people that did recognize that I wasn't feeling the best, um, you know, but they stuck out with me and they, they understood and they continued to work. I, I kept a good distance from a lot of students um, from, from the class, um, basically just showing, telling them what they needed to do. I kept time for everybody and I gave my, my feedback from a distance, you know, because it, it, it's what I was able to do at the time. You know, and sometimes that's what we need to realize is that we're we're human. We're all human. We have certain physical limitations, you know, but once we meet certain physical limitations, our minds are are limitless, you know. So if we can come up with the adjustments that we need, if we can rely on the people that can help us, we can keep everything going, even when our physical limitations are met. And it was this I, I highly considered not having a podcast this week um since nene was sick but i was like you know what i need to step out of my comfort zone i need to make the, these tweaks i need to make these adjustments and here we are we're doing it you know it's not the most comfortable thing in the world for me but neither was training at the beginning i hated shadow boxing at the beginning I, I, it felt so awkward it's like I'm watching myself in the mirror, Shadowbox is like, who is this skinny kid that thinks he can do MMA? And 12 years later, the skinny kid's not so skinny anymore and he's teaching MMA, you know? And, and he's surrounded by not just, you know, the family that I was born with, but the family that has grown around me through the gym. You know, those, the, the few of them that were there at the beginning when, uh, of, of my training journey with Victory, and some people that have just started training this year at, at Warrior Evolution, you know, but if I looked back at what my mindset was and how I felt shadow boxing on day one, none of this would have been possible. But if I wouldn't have continued to work through the discomfort of the the physical discomfort that I felt and the mental discomfort and, and the mind games that my my mind was playing with me that I'm not good enough for this, who are you to do this? None of this would have been possible if I would have stopped 12 years ago. You know, there's a lot of bumps in the road um, in the past 12 years, but it all led me to here. It all, all led to what I have now and what I'm continuing to build now and to what now I have more help um, with with a lot of people at the gym, you know, obviously Carla and, and Nene and Zach and Leo have, have stepped up a lot um, the past few months, uh, the past few years to, to really help the gym grow. And it's not, I, I didn't do it by myself. It's group effort. This, this podcast is a group effort. You know, Nene helps out with the ideas. Carla helps out with ideas. And then obviously this is the first one that Nene is not a part of, but there, there's there's always help. We always need help. I can pick up a little bit of slack where, where it needs to be picked up, but if I had to do everything by myself, I wouldn't 
be able to. Everything would have collapsed. You know, so when whenever you're in a situation and you feel like you're not going to be able to do something, understand that you're not by yourself. You shouldn't have to do these things by yourself. And, and MMA is a perfect example of that. MMA is, by all intents and purposes, if you watch it, it's a solo sport. You're the only one in the cage fighting. But even if you watch the fights this past weekend, it's like how many people are in these fighters' corners? You know, and how many people did they train with? How many people did it take to help them get to that level? Right? So what makes us think we can do it by ourselves? We're crazy if we think we can do that. You know, so that's that's the biggest thing that I started thinking about even just two weeks ago. Um, it's it's me versus me. You know, when, when people ask me if, if I'm going to fight again, you know, I... Typically, the, the quick answer is no, um, but I'm also the type of person to say never, say never. The, the itch is always going to be somewhere in me to do it again, but I have a fight every day. My fight is with myself every day to be physically better, mentally better, emotionally better, spiritually better every single day. You know, whether, whether I fight in the cage again or not, um, one way or the other, there's going to be a day where physically I won't be able to do that anymore. But the opponent that I will still have past that day will always be myself, right? I'm going to be the the longest running opponent that I will ever have. And that's the fight that I focus on every day. There's going to be a lot of little fights that come up in between rounds, during rounds even, um, but it's it's something that we all go through and if we don't acknowledge that we're going to struggle because I struggled with that for a long time I struggled with I, I, to this day I struggle with, with anxiety I, I get a lot of anxieties um, I think there's an episode uh, that I've talked about my anxiety attacks in the past you know knock on wood I have not had one in a while you know, but I'm always conscious of that. I'm always trying to keep my, my finger on the pulse to see where where I'm at, you know. And being sick typically triggers some anxiety, you know. When I feel like I can't work out, this is the longest I've gone without a workout in, in maybe 10 years, you know. Because even the, the Taz of a few months ago would have, being as sick as I felt, would still have pushed to do something of a workout you know and I'd like to think that I, I recovered relatively quickly because I did let my body heal you know but that itself was a fight to not do anything you know and I had some students like hey you know are you gonna jump in you know it's like ah I want to you know and they're like you should you know but I, I, I listened to the little voice in my head that was telling me let your body rest you know, you'll, there's there's plenty of time that you'll have to train once you're 100% because you don't want to risk going backwards. So I was like, all right, you know, and I, I, I took that as a little win, you know, because like I said, the old me would have gone in there, worked out, and there have been times where I felt like I was fighting the sickness. I go and put myself through a workout, and then I wake up feeling so much worse, you know. So it's it's things that I've learned. Um, about myself and things that I know that I need to watch myself 
do and and make sure that I have those self talks like you know chill you know chill um, but that that's that's what it is you know and I had the week that I had last week um, feeling ten thousand times better I know I've, I've told some people I was feeling a thousand times better but at, every day I've been getting better and better you know and and that's listening to to myself you know listening to myself and and listening to what my body needed my body told me you know just take it easy and so I finally did you know and and if I can do it then anybody can do it I'm the most stubborn person that I know I think um, but it, it's something that I've seen a lot um, since the pandemic, I, I've seen a lot of self-struggles and self-doubt and and a lot of just lack of confidence lately. And it, it's it's somewhat out of my control. I, I understand that, you know, I, I'm a big believer self-confidence comes from within. Nobody gave me the confidence that I have to teach. I, you know, it, it's something that I fight for every day. Um, and that's something that I think because I have in my mind, sometimes I struggle to help others do that. But after all the self-analyzation that was going on in my head last week, I think I'm finally understanding that it's, it's time to change some of those things. You know, uh, at the, the Dan Severn seminar, the podcast after it, I talked about how excited I was to work with Coach Cress, my wrestling coach, um, during the seminar. You know, I have so much res- respect and admiration for Coach Cress. Um, I, I give him a lot of credit for helping me, you know, obviously get my start in, in martial arts. You know, even in wrestling, he was always preaching the importance of learning submission grappling and and some striking you know I at the time I had no idea that this was in my future um, he definitely helped me get that start but the conversations that he's had you know the, the the little things that he has told me has just really helped me keep going during those days that are that, that are rough you know the days that I don't necessarily believe in myself as much as I should um, some of the conversations I've had with him have, have really helped and it, it's it's one of those things where I struggle with the idea that there are some people out there that put me in the same category as coach that I do with Coach Crest. You know, so the the impact that my words can have on certain people because it, it's it's difficult for me sometimes to express myself with words, and that's why. One of the, the other reasons I love MMA so much is because I can express myself a little bit more comfortably through MMA. Um, but learning, or not, not even learning, because it's something that I knew, it's something that I know, but it, it's just realizing the impact that, that my words might be, might have on, on some of my students, you know? and. It's something that now I'm realizing it's time to change, you know, and and if my words mean nothing to certain people, cool, you know, but I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to say them anyway, 
you know, and if they help somebody, if they help one person, then awesome, you know, and that's kind of one of the big reasons why, why, why Carla and Nene were pushing the start of this podcast, you know, and, and for a long time, the podcast was just another chore, you know, but once we kind of got into the, the swing of things, it was like, all right, this is, this is helping me, a uh, few people that have uh, come up to me after certain episodes have said that it's really helped them, and this was like, all right, this is, this is worth it, and this is why I not only do the podcast, but this is also why I chose to, to put fighting on possibly a permanent hold and dedicate my life to teaching and coaching. Because I think this sport can do so much positive for so many people, because it did for me, that that's why I want to do it for other people. And that's the end goal. That, that's always been the main end goal. I didn't think I was going to get here this quickly. I envisioned a few more years of fighting, obviously. But that, 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 that was my plan, you know. And, and sometimes, sometimes God's plan has to take over a little bit sooner than yours um and i'm also accepting of that now as well um you know so i'm i'm excited you know call it motivation from being cooped up on on my couch for a week um doing very little work but i'm i'm very excited um with the realizations that i've had over the past week um I'm excited to, to finish recovering. Um, I, I, I hope I feel I, I sound a little bit better than I did last week. Um, I'm excited to start training again this week. I'm excited to start having some of these conversations with some people um, that I feel are long overdue. Uh, I'm excited for getting ready for the new year. Um, we have I, I've talked to, to Carla and Nene already about some stuff that we're we're looking to implement in the gym in, in 2023 and I, for the first time in a long time I'm excited for what the future has in store you know and I'm gonna use this time right now uh, to give a shout out to everybody that's helped me get here um, that has supported me everybody that listens to this podcast on a weekly basis as you know, I, I see some episodes have more people than others listening, but there's always that that core group. Um, I don't see who it is, um, but I see a very similar number every week. Um, and thank you guys for listening every week, even when sometimes I feel like I'm just rambling. Um, but if there's 30 seconds of that ramble that made sense and helped you, then awesome. I'm, I'm very glad and, and, and grateful for that. Um, to all my students that come in every week that trust in me it's it's awesome uh obviously carla nene zach leo uh my my parents everybody that's kind of helped me in and out of the gym you know because there, there's just too many people to name my, my cousin anton uh my best friend samantha um so there, there's so many people involved at the gym um that, that get me through those rough days and there's so many people that outside of the gym also help me get through those rough days either by giving me an ear to, that, that, that listens you know and 
and just to take me out of my own stress it's just i'm very grateful for all of that um and yeah you know i i don't know what else to say you know that is i farther than i i thought this this solo podcast was gonna be um but at the end of the day it's just having these talks with yourself whether if you want to start a podcast or if you don't want to start a podcast you want to record it don't record it highly encourage everybody that's listening to take a little bit of time every day and to not just talk to yourself but also listen to yourself it may look crazy from the outside but it feels really good on the inside um so i think i'm going to call it there um Thank you guys for for listening to this. Um, Give me some feedback. Let me know if there's anything that you guys want to hear about. Uh, We have some ideas uh, for the next few podcasts uh, when Nene gets back next week. um, That hopefully you guys will enjoy. Because I think there's stuff that we haven't talked about that I think are important to talk about. but other than that, follow us on our social media pages. I'm on all social media platforms at TazMMA underscore fitness. Um, also subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm looking, that's one of the big goals for 2023 is to start posting more long form content on YouTube. Um, so please go give that a, um, a follow and a uh, subscribe at TazKnows on YouTube. Um, and then follow Nene on her Instagram at Nene underscore MMA underscore CMM. Also subscribe to her YouTube if you haven't, um, and her Patreon as well at Nene MMA. Um, I think that's it. So thank you guys for listening and we will see you back next week.